Hello. Welcome to another edition of the Night Party Podcast, where we leave it all on the cutting room floor. I'm, of course, your illustrious host, Zach Evergreen. Join with me partially, half the time, sometimes, but recently, a lot of times, is my part-time co-host, Antonius Montana. Oh, hello again, everyone. How you doing, dude? I'm doing pretty solid, man. How about you? Well, pretty good, especially that we're joined by one of our Patreon sponsors. Once we again, are? Resident H1N1 Zombies. Resident Zombies. Resident Evil Zombies. H1N1 Zombies. Hey, guys. Uh, today's knife is a uh, Imperium Minotaurus Mark III Power Sword from Warhammer 40K. I'll explain why later. Oh, I like the tie-in. Ooh, I really okay. do. Okay. Um and today, we are, of course, sponsored by our Patreons and solely our Patreons, and that would be H1N1 Zombies. Thank you very much. You're welcome, um, baby. We also <laughs> have a few members that are at the, uh, I'll buy that for the dollar. Thank you very much. Too many to mention. We also have a couple on our, I got five kids to feed. Thank you very much. Send me an email if you want me to shout you out, but that's a lot, so... Um, but mainly our stop the bike, stop the bike, and that's when you actually get to request an episode because you're at the $20 and above level. Um, someone is at the platinum level. There's a platinum level now? Uh, yeah. And that would be your boy Nick Neo at the Ooh. $50 level. What? Requested. Oh, we're going to have to do something special for his ass. Yeah. Event Horizon. Holy moly. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, in, in December, he's going to get a super uh, prize pack. I'm going to give him some... Uh, I'm going to give him a special package. He's going to have... getting all the merch. Well, he's going to get merch. He's going to get a Heaven Seals record. And he's also going to get a signed copy by not only me, not only you guys, and the Chaz of 13 Ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> nice. It's the least uh. I could do. I was gonna say That's it was like sweet. I, I know at the twenty dollar level we get the juicy content. At the fifty dollar level, do we get spicy content? I mean, some, I might some tasteful nudes. I mean, <laughs> does anyone here own a Polaroid? Because I mean, I'm not a jet. You know, I'm proud of what I got. Because I mean, <laughs> for fifty dollars you get access to it Zach's looks like only a fans. fucking. <laughs> I mean, when I dance naked, it seems like a fucking lasso. You know, so it's all good. <laughs> proud of it. Um, so uh, this is <laughs> Sorry, our eighty <laughs> fifth review. I think we're coming up on episode one hundred. Um, coming Sounds up anyway, right. uh, because you know the the movie reviews are numbered, but the episodes aren't. So when we hit a hundred, we're going to be actually going into season two. What does that mean for you guys? Well, that means you're going to have a month of nothing, um, but then we'll be back and we're going to pre-tape all this stuff because obviously the holidays are coming up and everyone wants time off we we can't do this if we don't want to be here so uh yeah um i can't believe we almost did 100 episodes dude and and that's uh, fantastic i yeah. know and and the downloads just keep going and going and going it's it's so surprising to see how this has grown i thank all of my patreons very very much and uh like i said i, I just found a, a regular gig but for a minute i was doing this for food on the table so again yeah. i appreciate all you guys like you really made this happen and you get to pay me to watch movies so <laughs> I mean, it's the best job in the world right okay so uh today we're going to do his pick event horizon which i think is one of the most underrated movies of all time it is i i would agree with that 
when I originally watched it, it's just, you know, oh, some another, you know, horror space movie. But looking back on it, I'm like, this is really well done. It was very, very well done. Stacked yeah. cast. Yeah, again, stacked cast. Yeah. yeah. That was... Uh, A lot of the effects hold up really well over time. Like... Some of the 3D, you know, stuff is, you know... Mm. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, but... It's 1995. I get that. Yeah. Uh, no, this 90, is 97. This is 97? Yeah, it's 97. Yep. I, I thought it was 95. So uh, let, let's Wrong. go into some of those... <laughs> Keep your ideas. So I don't here... remember a lot from '97. I remember I was listening to a lot of ska music, and that's about oh, it. Oh, you're one of those. Oh, one I of those. still am. <laughs> Originally rated X, and then cut down to rated R. Right? Okay. Uh, sci-fi horror, obviously. Um, so this is right down this this podcaster's you know field. Uh, 135 minutes running time. Box office only got 26. Point seven million, which Criminal. was oh. a disappointment. I know, I know. It made it up in DVD though, right? Oh, dude, this has got s- such a cult status. Yeah, that um, more people nowadays on the community know Fishburn for this almost as equally as Matrix. Oh yeah, I could see that. He was it, in the Matrix. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it was done by Impact Pictures, which was a subsidiary of a, another one. Uh, it, they did a movie called uh, Titanic. I don't know if you heard of it. Um, this yeah. got crushed in reviews. It only got a 33% on the tomato what? meter. Yeah, They're crazy. O- audience score gave it a 61. That's um, better, but still. Better, but still, I agree. Uh, what do you guys give this movie? Uh, I want to give this like an 84 Honestly, that's a very good fucking number. Yeah. You know why? Why? I was going to give this an 85. <laughs> All right. I mean, you guys are a bit more generous. I was going to give it a 75, but I'll oh, round whoa, up. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Stop the bike. Stop the bike. Stop the bike. Stop. I, I stopped the bike. Why? I mean, he did pay why, to stop the bike. Why? <laughs> Actually, this is thing. Neo on this one. I'm kissing his ass tonight. <laughs> True. Yeah. Uh, why, why do you give it only a 75, though? Just because it does feel like it was cut down from a, le- a much larger movie, and the some of the 3D effects, like the practical effects, gorgeous. Yeah, but yeah. the 3D CGI stuff is actually kind of shit. Yeah, it's dated, but it was seven. It was 97, dude. Yeah, I know, and I expected something a little bit better. I, I mean, mean, you got it. You got Spawn it. Spawn looked better, and Spawn came out in whoa, 95. Spawn did not look better in this no. movie. <laughs> is Spawn a good movie though? Yes. Yes. That is yes. John Leguizamo's masterpiece. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God! You're the only. I've never had three people in a room who all said 100 percent they like the movie Spawn. <laughs> that movie was my first private showing. I remember it was me, my dad, my little brother. You showed your my... privates in front of those people. There was no people to show. <laughs> That's the thing. There was nobody there. We just got to sit down and watch the movie all to ourselves. We quickly figured out why, but I loved it. <laughs> my my first private showing was Evil Dead Rise. There was one person behind Nicole and I, and that's it. And there, this mine was COVID uh, Joker. Was what? Was Joker with Joaquin Phoenix? Really? Yeah. Wow. Well, I waited later to see it, right? But yeah, when I got in the theater, there was like yeah, like one couple behind me, and that was Dude, it. That like, movie, when I first saw it, it, you know, that movie is like old boy to me, where it's a hard watch. And then you think about it and you want to watch it again. And then you start like, 
I love Joe. I think Joker. Oh, I lo- I laughed way too much at inappropriate parts. <laughs> That's yeah, dude. The end of that movie with Devito. Spoilers. Or sorry, not Devito. Sorry, um, uh, De Niro. Yeah, yeah. That's like I still haven't seen it. Okay, okay. I'm not okay. Yeah, all right, yeah, 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 all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's on the list. That's on it, the it list. It is on the list. You need to see that movie. My wife recently this, found out she this, hasn't seen all the Batmans, so we're going in order watching all the Batmans. Wait, wait, oh, jo- jo- okay. okay, then you got to watch Joker first because it's the first one. Yeah, no, this we're is going the prequel, in release order. It, you know, I'm saying this is the prequel to the first Batman, though, if you want to watch them in like quote unquote order. No, Te- we're going well, in release order. Yeah, yeah. So release we order is watch, good. Uh, release Rise good. and then um, the. Uh, Team Edward. Uh, are, are you guys? Batman. Did you guys that, even? Yeah, the Batman actually was really good that was too. Outstanding. Are, are you guys even watching um, R- Batman and Robin and Batman Returns and all this stuff? Oh yeah, yeah. We already watched those. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you did. Mm-hmm. Should you take notes for Returns? So when we do it during uh, the holiday season. Yes, I did. Okay. I'm, I'm just lying. asking. He didn't you. do it. Did. He didn't take notes. No, I, I did. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, back to the horizon. That beard holds <laughs> more mental notes than you can believe. <laughs> so. Great cast in this. Um, a lot of people won't know a lot of people unless they see him. They're kind of like character actors. Dr. Grant. We have Dr. Grant. Sam. Yeah. yeah Sam Neill. He uh, plays uh, Dr. Weir. Interesting. He plays a doctor. He plays a lot of doctors, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fishburne uh, plays Miller. Uh, we have Catherine Quinn. She plays Peters. Uh, she looks really good. She hasn't aged a day. We have Joy Richardson. She plays Stock, who's my favorite character in this. Okay. We play. Uh, uh, we have um, Richard T. Jones. He plays Cooper, who he's, is he's probably one of my favorite characters in the movie. Yeah. He's the. Um, I know him from like other things that I can't fit. Yeah. Pull out of my head right now, like Renaissance Man with Danny DeVito. Huh. Huh. But most importantly, we have Jason Isaacs, who a lot of people don't know, who plays DJ. Jason Isaacs was the bad guy in the movie The Patriot. Yes. That's yeah. such okay. a... Yeah. yeah. Dude, this guy... I mean, he's been a bad guy in a bunch of movies, but that's guy, one of his most noted. He's got... He's the, a good guy in this one. Semi. No, semi. no, 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 he's a good guy. He has a he has like a psycho moment, though, we'll get to. He does, have, so a, does, he does yeah. have a psycho moment with a scalpel, yes. Yeah. But I love... Uh, uh, Jason Isaacs, he's not too much because a lot of people confuse him with Vincent Castle. Oh, okay. In fact, I confuse, and uh, but it's a big thing where a lot of people confuse Jason Isaacs with Vincent Castle. You know who Vincent Castle is, right? Brotherhood of the Wolf. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because these guys look the same. The only difference is this guy isn't French, he's English, and he's got those piercing eyes that are just like... Those eyes, man. Are, it always looks like he's just looking right through you. Exactly. They're fucking like piercing as shit. Yeah. And not only that is his voice when it gets low is like Jason Statham ripped off his shtick. Yeah. <laughs> kind of did. Yeah. Like he could have been in every, but you know what? Jason Statham's more ho oh, oh, laughable. Yeah. Where this guy is more like, oh no, I, no, we ain't playing fuck around. That's, yeah, he's that's, like, he's like proper psycho. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Love him. Love this movie, and we are. Go- oh, the the pilot. Oh. He uh, he's not as well known, but he actually plays. Um, oh God, Bruce Wayne's Butler. Why am I blanking on this? Alfred, Alfred, Alfred thank you. In the Gotham series. Uh, oh, I forgot to mention this. Uh, the pilot. Um, there is a lot, and I mean a lot of aliens references. Yes, and Very this much is so. linked to right. 
even the pilot goes in the pipe five by five, hold yep. on, we're in for some chops. Like they say the exact lines, and you know that's got to be an homage, like yeah. a, like a, a, a tip of the hat, if you will. Because who doesn't like aliens? Like raise your hand right now. You know what? I have the power to hear you from your car in retrospective. Raise your hand if you like aliens. Not one. Wow. Not one. I meant didn't like, but yes. <laughs> they knew exactly. Meant. Exactly. Everyone went, yeah, we love aliens. <laughs> but that didn't raise their hands. They just kind of like, yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I, I'll bet you a steak dinner someone raised their hand. You could send that. They were uh, doing it sarcastically. Yeah, you could. you could send that into us at uh you know oh shit fucking plugs real quick so i said who we were sponsored by but here's how to find us uh knife party pod um at uh yahoo.com and also you can find us at knife party that's a little website i made it's very cute and if you want to actually join the party um if you want to get all these episodes ad free and all the other good shit it's uh patreon.com slash knife party pod that's how you can uh pick movies like this so, um, shit, uh, I have some facts about yep. this, okay. but uh, we've been uh, going quiet, so uh, how about we play a little intro here? There we go. Let's Ooh. do it. Or intro? Do you, intro, and then maybe after we play the trailer, is that how you want to guys do it, or trailer and then intro? What do you think? Ooh. First one, then the other. Okay. Here that, we go. But which order? I left it up. I him. think he <laughs> That's the episode, just us doing... To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Fuck, that, that was, was even better. better. <laughs> that was better. God fucking damn it. Fucking damn it. Do you guys still think that's the best to be fair in the business? Yes. Yes. It still is. Do yeah. you know how long it took me to isolate that shit and get it like actually in good quality? Like, worth what, it. I don't care. What did you say, worth like it. 40 minutes or whatever? Yeah, it took me like 40 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Still a while. <laughs> Worth it. Worth it. That's a lot for one to be fair clip. It is. It the is. Best to be fair. Clip. And it's just an intro to the song. So uh Paul Wes Anderson is the one who directed this, right? Mm-hmm. Now, he came off the heels. This was done in 97. He came off the heels of um the Mortal Kombat movie, the good one, the first one. Yeah. Which we also need to do because that movie That's kicks good. ass. Yeah. The soundtrack. The soundtrack. Slaps. Yes. Reptiles theme will get you hyped. <laughs> uh, typo negative on the soundtrack, as is KMFDM's joint Bezabel. So the, the whole soundtrack, soundtrack is good. The whole soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, so, oh, you know the guy that did the Mortal Kombat? Yeah. That guy was never paid. What? That guy, that guy was on. I feel the, bad for that, that guy. That guy was in the commercial for Mortal Monday, September thirteenth, nineteen ninety-two. Okay. When uh, it came on the consoles, that guy yelled that out during the commercial, and he was paid like like three hundred fifty bucks or whatever. They sampled it because you sign off everything. They sampled that oh. voice and that that one thing. It this sucks is they never gave him a penny after that. Right. Well, legally they didn't have to. They didn't have to, but still, someone would go like, "Dude, at least give him one percent." Yeah, like something. Give him something because that's what sold the song was a do 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 Mortal Kombat. Yeah. yeah. That was like the that was the that hook. was the whole thing. That was the hook. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, Paul Anderson he turned down uh, Mortal Kombat two to make this. That was a smart move. Well, here's the reason why. I hate it when I say that. Uh, <laughs> it's because Mortal Kombat 2 was going to have a lighter rating, 
meaning it wasn't going oh, to be lame. R or whatever. It was going to be like uh, they wanted it. They were shooting for like um, a PG. Oh, more kid friendly. Yeah, rating. Which I think Mortal Kombat the first one is PG thirteen, right? I think it's teen. Yeah, yeah I don't yeah. think it's R. I don't think it's R. They were shooting for even lower, and which is weird. And he goes, "I want to make a hard R movie, and I'm sick of being, you know, cut." Right, I, I, right. I want to make my movie. I don't want to make a G version of my movie. Which is funny because that came back to haunt him. Uh, excuse both the puns. Because this <laughs> movie was not only heavily edited, yeah, but it's also about ghosts. So he turned that down. Now he turned down a lot of money. This mo- money, uh, sorry, this movie did not offer enough, like as much money. He did it as a passion project. If you okay. Will. So we thank uh, him for it. Originally yeah. had a rated X, right? There was scenes eliminated from here. Some say three minutes, some say 15 minutes, some say 30 minutes of missing material. In fact, a lot of the material that is missing from this movie is still yet to be found, and a lot of people are holding on to it. Oh. Yeah. A lot of people also say that this movie itself is cursed. Okay. Go on. It doesn't feel cursed. So here's I mean, what it, I, I kind of get the vibe. Yeah, yeah. But like, what exactly? All right. So a lot of the... Okay. This movie was going versus... Uh, so, okay. The company that made this also <laughs> did Titanic, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and Titanic was going to be their big summer blockbuster. Right. And it was taking forever to film. Right, and uh, they're like, we need to have a summer blockbuster out, and we don't have anything. This movie was shot, and I'm not fucking you, in seven weeks, dude. What? That's hella quick. Seven for a movie. weeks. That's Be- fast. Because they said we need a blockbuster now, and luckily they were able to do so much because the crew that was filming Titanic was owned by the same company. And so they were allowed to borrow their grips and their keys and everything else. So a lot of people that worked on Titanic actually worked on this movie uncredited. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, And they had so much stuff to do to get ready for this movie. The costumes, the grinder room, the spaceship, which... All, by the way, look fucking fantastic. They oh, do, yeah. yeah. The sets, the practical effects Dude, the, the, the cool thing about this is they had to make a ship look like a cathedral. Notice every part of the ship almost looks like part of a church. Right. Where there's like crosses like and stained, stained glass. glass. Yeah. It's a very kind of like gothic church look is yeah. what I kind of got from Yeah, it. like that Catholicism look very, very Catholic churchy. Right. And they did a really good job on it. So... They had to set all this stuff up, right? That, that's still like the the cathedral look. Definitely leans into the Warhammer 40k thing that I'll get into later. But yeah. okay, we're gonna get into that in just a second. I'm gonna let you take off on that because we haven't touched that yet. Um, so when they did this movie, the the studio they I think it was thirty five thousand dollars was the budget. It might have been under that. This movie tanked. It didn't even make its money mm. at all. It did not. Until it hit, you know, digital video. Yeah. Uh, when you got it on DVD, this movie became an instantaneous cult classic. I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't even see advertising for this movie at all. Nope. Not really. Yeah. 
It's weird. I remember seeing the the movie poster, yeah. but I don't remember seeing a commercial for so it. So it was kind of like, you know, Scott Pilgrim actually died of this sin as well. And it seems like a lot of people, I think, sometimes want it to be a cult movie where they on purpose do not. Because do you remember one advertisement for Scott Pilgrim or The Watchmen? No. The Watchmen, yes. Scott Pilgrim, no. The only reason I remember the one for Watchmen is because it has that song by R.E.M. that was also in Batman and Robin. The end is the beginning is the end. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. It's the only reason I remember it. I remember the trailer, but I don't remember the advertisements. But anyway, so this movie is also guilty of that where they had no advertisements, so no one went and saw it. Like, at all. This you mean movie- there was no, like... Fast food toys for this movie, dude. Not only that, there was there was no like TV commercials. This was right. an in theater thing only. Just like Scott Pilgrim, it's like there was nothing out there. There was no ads. And I remember when I was a kid. I mean, obviously this came out in '97. People still watched TV. People still watched like those trailers, you know, coming right. out. I was well aware with the same year when Batman uh, and Robin came out. It same year. I remember those. Well, I remember Titanic ads. I do not remember seeing one ad for this movie. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. one. The dinosaurs. The Ice Age. Hey, do you remember? Um, this is really old school, and it just it popped in my head. Do you guys remember um, at Costco and also in video game magazines, they'd have a PlayStation uh, magazine that come with a disc? Right. Yep. Yeah. And it had like a sample. It All had the demo games. It had yeah, the demo well. games, but it also had movie trailers on it. Yeah. Do you guys remember that? Of course. No. This was on one of them. Oh, okay. Yeah. and uh, So they were definitely playing to like a cult crowd. Yes. They, they, I think they knew what they had on their hands right away. So this movie's runtime originally was something like two hours and 15 minutes, and okay. it had to be edited down, not only for storyline, but because the studio wanted a tighter movie. It was coming out during the summer. They wanted some kind of summer blockbuster. They saw what they had in their hands, and they're like, this ain't going to work. And also, we want it showed multiple times because the longer your movie runs, right, the less chance you're going to get walk-ins. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because it's like if you have a movie theater, right, you could have in one room show five the same movie five times. Mm -hmm. But if it's like a Schneider film or whatever, you can see it three times. Yeah. You know? And if no one cares about the movie, you need to cut it down. So that's why they do test screenings. So they did test screenings for this. And a lot of people... Some people walked out when with the Liberace May parts. Okay, you know because of all the uh, the gore, the and gore. they took out three solid minutes of that part. That, oh, so that part you only see is like fifteen seconds. Yeah, it was originally yeah. like almost five minutes. Wow, of like straight crazy gore, right? That would have been cool. Then there, right? Then there was a lot of other scenes that were cut out, like dialogue. So you know, when you watch the movie now, it seems like a roller coaster race. There is no slow parts. It's just yeah. boop, 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 boop. Originally, it wasn't like that. Originally, it was a slower build. Okay, more like Alien. Yeah, yeah. They even said we want to do a real um, haunted house in space, and everyone said, "You mean like Alien?" They go, "No," because this is an actually haunted ship. Yeah. That's not going to be, and the original script even said that it was going to be very Lovecraftian, that there was going to be an alien with tentacles that Uh drags you, that drags you into like this abyss thing and it catches. Could have been set up for something like that. Well, they thought it, they thought it was good, but then the guy, the, the director was reading and he goes, it's going to be an aliens ripoff. We need to do something totally different. Right. We need to do the ship from hell. So they rip off something else. Uh, actually, something ripped them off, and let me 
tell you about a very great video game that came out that they just remade and it's not as good. Dead Space. Dead Space is based off yeah, this movie. Yeah. And if you guys oh, 100%. Have, if you ever played Dead Space, so it, good. It is such a great game. The remake is good, but it's not as good. It's kind of like my argument with Resident Evil 4 is the replayability isn't there. Oh, really? Uh, Resident Evil 4, the remake is a, a great game on PS5 or whatever you're playing on. Same thing with Dead Space, but the replayability isn't there because there's something about the original clunkiness of those two games and how you know the rooms and everything else that make it great, where in the new games you get frustrated because the gameplay, you can't really get involved with the story and the scariness of those choppy graphics, for whatever reason, creep me out more. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I know what you mean. Like, for instance, every zombie you can show me on any game aren't as scary as the original zombies of Resident Evil 1. There's something creepy about that zombie turning to his left. Yeah. That you cannot create. I don't care how great graphics are. It's it, because it's not great graphics. It's like because it leaves more of the imagination. It doesn't move smooth. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's the difference between Lovecraftian, written horror, and Michael Myers. Yeah. Right? Because it's all in your brain. It fucks you up. Your brain fills out those little parts. I love this movie because of the little parts you have to fill out with your brain. Mm -hmm. Even though it was edited, it was great. So get this. They've been trying to make a full perversion, full version of this movie. And tape went missing. Mm -hmm. Now, a lot of people thought that maybe it ended up on the Titanic cruise, seeing how they're filming, uh, filming in the same place and et cetera, et cetera. But no, like people actually think this movie is really haunted. And a, a bunch of undisclosed people must have buried this because missing the real evil, like uh, a good 16 minutes of like the true gore and horror that was yeah. edited out was found. And I'm not even bullshitting you in a salt mine in Transylvania. What? Dude, it sounds like a myth. It's yeah, not. It sounds like fucking completely made up. No, it's true. Right next to the Necronomicon <laughs> and Bigfoot. Dude. <laughs> Dude, this movie is, is there is people that like experience weird shit on filming. Not since the craft has there been such weird shit about filming this movie. It is so weird the the intrigue about this movie the fact that it failed the box off like people said this was a cursed movie yeah which is crazy but i mean it totally came back in dvd sales like it made a bunch of money off that dude we're talking about it now i think that it's funny because this came out right after starship troopers there was a huge space resurgence in movies right you had this lost in space you had yeah, which yeah. is a good movie that's a good one that is a good movie gary the spider Oldman. yeah yeah uh gary Ullman rules and then also too uh dust we forget alien resurrection yeah about the same year alien Rex. what year was fifth element uh two years before oh, okay yeah that was night uh late 95 early 96 i want to say that looks better I do like that movie, but it's more of a epic rather than a space movie, at least yeah, I would yeah. say. Gary Ullman, again, is in it. Gary Ullman and everything. All right, so I, I guess uh, <laughs> let's go ahead and, and fuck this pig. I'll go ahead and show the trailer, and we'll get into it. There do we it. go. We've been 27 minutes in just send bullshitting it. about it. Fucking so send it. <laughs> Dude, that's his line, not yours. Asshole. Asshole. <laughs> 
this morning, TDRS picked up an automated navigation beacon broadcasting at two-minute intervals in Neptune orbit. Neptune orbit. This is incredible. It's the event horizon. She's come back. Event horizon is the culmination of a secret government project to create a spacecraft capable of faster-than-light flight. The ship doesn't really go faster than light. What it does is it creates a dimensional gateway that allows it to jump instantaneously from one point of the universe to another light years away. Where has she been for the last seven years, Doctor? That's what we're here to find out. After seven years in deep space. There were 18 people on board this ship when it disappeared. I want them all accounted for. Opening outer door. Came back abandoned. Any crew? Negative. This place is a tomb. But it didn't come back alone. first off dude this this movie has one of the greatest cinematography ever like in a ghost movie like when you actually see the event horizon like sailing through the uh atmosphere of what is it neptune neptune neptune, neptune. Yeah. it actually looks like a ship going through fog yeah yeah you know and it actually is looks like a, a actual ship so the ship is kind of based like a cigar and it's got like a, a back end and the cigar part is kind of like the um, emergency explosion lifeboat thing but the way when you see it move it looks like a ship going through water yeah, yeah. Well, you also get a whole looks like the old klingon uh bird of prey prey it does it does but it looks what i mean is different. they they made it look round in 1950s 1960s ish Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, like yeah. like the old kind of classic car look, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. where, where it's it looks like, um, yeah, it's it's a lot more rounded off. And yeah, it flows more sleek. And, yeah, more sleek. Yeah, and um, like so, you're riding on a cloud. Exactly. It, uh, it it does have that like non futuristic feel that say well actually Star Trek did kind of have a very classic car kind of feel. Yeah. For some of the stuff, yeah. Yeah. Event Horizon does lean into like the used future. Like, yeah, it's the future. It's high-tech stuff, but it's, we've had it for a while, so it looks old and dingy now. Right. Kind of like Aliens did. Um, No, Aliens, everything kind of looked like it was if Star Wars took itself seriously with all like the weird <laughs> antennas and like, you know, yeah. uh, blocky parts. Aliens is very structurally 
angled, where this is very round. Yeah, okay. If you know what I mean. So we start off, and uh, we see uh, our our cap, or sorry, our doctor. He wakes up, uh, and this is kind of our main character. He also, uh, as well, becomes our. Maybe he is. I was thinking about this. He's our Captain Ahab in a way. Yes. He's, kind of, yeah. He's a man obsessed. So Dr. Weir wakes up, and there's a great shot. Like I said, the cinematography here is awesome, where he's eating his breakfast, and then he turns upside down, like, very slowly, because you realize he's in a space station. Yeah. You know, and he's he's sitting there, and he's and he's thinking, and... Looks like the International Space Station, but on a larger scale, like it's gotten bigger over time. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So anyway, Sam Neill, he now awakes, you know, or, or Dr. Weir, you know, and he's uh, shaking and, and, and he shaves and he's looking at a picture of this girl named Claire, you know, and Claire is obviously his goyle and uh, she has red hair, so I'm in, <laughs> but uh, but it's curly, so I'm off. Oh, bit. come on. Curly hair is dope. Yeah, with brunettes and blondes. <laughs> but I've had too many bosses with red hair. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, it's one of those things. Yeah. It's like, don't tell me what to do. I'm going to leave it in your mouth. <laughs> so then uh, we cut to the Lewis and Clark, right? And yeah. then uh, the Lewis and Clark is where we meet our ragtag group, right? We got Mom Bear. Alien colonial Marines. Kind of. Yeah. 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 We got, we got um, all of our characters here. Now, I don't know the characters by name. I know the actors. So I'm going to kind of switch back and forth. But we got the bad guy from the Patriot, who's the doctor. He's dope. Mm-hmm. We have the really hot chick, who's the uh, co-pilot. We have uh, Morpheus, who's the main pilot, who doesn't take any shit. Nope. And apparently on the filming of this, he was an asshole. Especially... Oh. From what I hear, hates Caucasians. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. I, I, too, have heard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when he would go to craft services and stuff, he'd sit at a table, and if any like person that was of fair complexion, let's just say, would sit down, he'd go, you need to go. Huh. Just that simple. Yeah. It wasn't until Keanu kind of like warmed him up or something. Right. But, but apparently, I don't know if he was in character or what, but like he, if you notice, his character is very like authoritarian. Mm-hmm. Fuck off. This, you know, like he's the he, captain of the ship. Oh, yeah. dude. He is, he is great in this role, by the way. Like this is. I think this is way better than anything he did in Matrix. Yeah, I'd say this is his interesting. Best okay, role. you get to see him for quite a bit of time. He's not a, as much a supporting character. He's fighting to be the main character. Yeah. So we cut back, and the Lewis and Clark and Doctor Weir are going to go in cryo, right? So uh, then we see Weir, played by Sam Neill. You know, he wakes first, and uh, he's dreaming of his girlfriend Claire. Mm-hmm. Like he dreams he just wakes up and everything's normal and he goes to shave and then we see her and then her eyes are missing. Yeah. Now, dude, we're like five minutes in this movie and we've already went to some like weird, uh, <laughs> some weird fucking um, foreshadowing. Well, I was I was going to I was going to say more Lovecraftian. Yeah. Yeah. Because storytelling it, it about madness. Yeah. So. True. You're a fan of Lovecraft. Why do you I love... Do. And, 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 no judgment. Why do you love Lovecraftian stuff so much? 
Mostly because it's psychological horror. I mean, when you have horror where it's, you know, boo, jump out and scare you, it's either really quick or they show the monster and it's like, that's not that scary. There's nothing scarier than what your own mind, your own yeah. fucked up mind can come up with. Would you consider, and this is going to be a weird question, uh, Eyes Wide Shut Lovecraftian? Oh, I would have to watch Eyes Wide Shut. You've never that. seen How that? I've not seen that. No. Isn't that the Nicole Kidman... Dude, more importantly, it's Tom Cruise, and more importantly, that's Stanley Kubrick's one of his masterpieces that's undersung. It's about a sex party cult that a, yeah. a guest goes to who's not invited, and his life is. They do the. It's kind of. Did you ever see the movie The Game with Michael Douglas? Oh yeah, no. Add it to oh the list. Oh my god! Add it to the list. The Wait a minute. Game. I got one more, and I keep forgetting about it, but that I brought him up, I really want to put this down, especially because of what's going on in our social era right now. Did you guys ever see Falling Down with Michael Douglas? No. No? I've seen bits and pieces of it. I want to watch the whole that, thing. That has got to be our next movie. It's got to be Falling Down. You guys never seen that movie? I've no. seen I've seen clips here and there. I have not seen the whole thing start to finish. Michael Doesn't Douglas count, then. Doesn't count. Michael Douglas <laughs> plays a 9 to 5 guy and one day he decides fuck it. He just starts it, shooting people. It no, it becomes him like Grand Theft Auto, but he's ethical. Yeah, okay. So well, he's ethical like the guy gets his order wrong and he just wants a fucking cheeseburger. And he, yeah. He just blows them away. Yeah. No, he doesn't blow them away. He pulls out a gun and says, "Make my burger like it looks like on there." It's uh, he no, he I thought he shoots him. No, he doesn't kill any innocents. He kills a Nazi. Uh, 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 what do you call it? Not supremacist. A Nazi um, uh, sympathetic, and he also kills a child molester. Hmm. But that's no, the only these are justified. Yeah, because when people actually come out, he pulls out a squirt gun, even though he's armed to the teeth. Oh hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, you guys haven't seen Falling... you got to see Falling Down. Plus, I think it was directed... List. Plus, you know who it was directed by? And it was his last good movie? Joel Schumacher, Lost Boys. Oh, really? Okay. Joel it was his last really good movie. Okay. Batman it, Forever. Dude, it, it's... All, Falling Down is... You lost the cinema court, bro. It's over. <laughs> we are working on an appeal. I'm going to get my... Appeal go denied. I'm going to get my boy out of prison. Well, apparently... Uh, one um, last action hero has been brought or has been charges. Oh, yeah. Isn't that what you said? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going to rewatch it before I you're gonna, it. But. I would because you're going to lose that fucking case, brother. That's true. You're losing that case. There's no way you're getting through. We'll find out. Anyway, <laughs> so they all land. Um, they all wake up from their cryo sleep, and they're all on the Lewis and Clark. And uh, you know, they're like, "Doctor Weir, you know, tell us what we're dealing with." And Doctor Weir talks about the event horizon. Oh, and by the way, when the pilot hears about it, he does the whole like twister thing. You know what I mean? What twister thing. Like they go, uh, "Which ship are we look for?" And they go, "The event horizon." He goes, "Oh, I will go." Hey, oh, God. yeah, yeah. God. You know, he oversells it. You know, yeah. he's like, oh, I won't even touch that. And they're like, why? And it's like, it's the event horizon. You don't know about the event. And then we get a ghost story about it. Yeah. And uh, so it's this very justified ghost story. Famous lost ship. I think it's like, what, like 27 or 47 years or whatever. Seven, seven. years prior. 70, yeah. 70, whatever. I just knew it ended at seven. And uh, no, but they said their hypersleep would take a. Blah blah blah. A year, I couple just, months, no, yeah. days, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So, 
the story is is this ship was capable of faster than light speed transportation. Yeah, the gravity and drive. And they're sitting there, and also too, I don't know if you guys know this, but this scene was actually shown in a physics, um, what would like you call it? class? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to it, it, think like about lecture. It, it was in a lecture. I'm trying to think about the exact school. I don't think it was UC Berkeley, but it was something like that, where he explains what is the easiest way to go to point one to point B, and everyone's yeah, yeah. a straight line. He goes, no, actually, it's not. It's to not have a line. And he takes a poster of a uh, porno girl, and yeah. he folds it, and he puts a pencil, and he goes, that's the fastest way. You right. ignore, you ignore the space in between. You just go from there to there, right? Yeah, the folding space. Well, that was like the whole concept, of like warp drive from yeah. Star Trek was doing that. Kinda, but they didn't explain it as well as this movie explains it. The this best. explains it as like instantaneous, as where like Star Trek was like it still takes time to go through the in between, but it's considerably faster than. Than trying to do it outside. The great thing about this movie, though, they explain it in a way is you have to jump to here to here, but you might have to go through something else. Something else. Yeah. Exactly. And that's what makes this plot so good. And that's his explanation. When Sam Neill explains this, it seems, oh, that seems doable. Yeah. You know, it doesn't seem fantastical. It seems like. This is doable, but it seems very experimental, right? Yeah. So when he's explaining it, they're like, "All right, well, we're we're going to go ahead and investigate the ship. You know, uh, we found it. Here we are. Let's go for it." And uh, there's a lot of cool banter between. You know, we get to meet kind of all the characters, mm -hmm. and the greatest thing is uh, Fishburne's character Miller. He has this chair. His captain's chair like floats. And yeah. it's attached to like the roof and it moves around. And I really thought that was cool. That was a cool. You know, one thing I noticed in every one of these like space movies, like aliens and stuff like that, is the engineer is always like the horny guy mm, yeah. in Leviathan and aliens and all the space of the engineers. By the way, horny, horny dude, just trying to get some. <coughs> Leviathan is super underrated. If you guys haven't seen Leviathan, do yourself a favor. Check it out. It's worth it. You Rent talk it for me like into three bucks that. or whatever. You haven't. You talked me into watching that, and that's like one of my new favorite movies because Alien Underwater. Yeah, but not Abyss. It's just it's Alien. Literally, it's literally Alien, but underwater. It's the exact same thing, and it's great. It's fantastic because it's like the monster is like the thing mixed with Alien. Mm -hmm. So now they have to dock with the Event Horizon. So they find it, and she's floating around. They do this bio scan on it to see if there's any survivors. But here's the thing. This is another alien to, uh, Aliens scene where they do a bioscan. Instead of seeing little dots, they yeah, see the like a, a wave. Like the, Yeah. Right, like, right. Like the whole like ship sonar thing. is having like bioscans, but they can't pinpoint it. Right, yeah, yeah. And, and uh, uh, you know, Dr. Weir is like, it might be because of his... Uh, technology. Yeah, this time, Doctor Weir, we trust him. I don't know when we stop trusting him. We well, could talk about. Doesn't trust. He him. seems off though, like the more than just the crew not liking him because he's new. Well, that's what I was saying. It's kind of like this is Moby Dick. This is his white whale. Yeah. yeah. 
But you it know, also starts off with like, you know, hey, we're after the event horizon, like, uh, the event horizon blew up. He's like, no, that was a lie. There's an experimental gravity drive on this thing. And they're like, fuck, great, thanks. Wow. I really don't want to be involved in this. They yeah, even right? turn like, and go why do we get pulled from vacation for this? Yeah, to, to go on a oh, this is worse than a We even have mission. some backstory great. uh from um Mama Bear that she was supposed to see her kid. Yeah, yeah. And uh, she got pulled off, and it was like a, a really big day. I don't know if it was graduation yeah, or like a birthday, birthday or something. Yeah, yeah, something like that, uh, which is also ripped from Aliens. Oh, yeah, the it long is. The long version of Aliens. You know what's funny? We haven't done Aliens yet at no, all. We haven't. I th- but everyone's seen it. I think we should... We got to save that for a big well, number. Well, season two, I feel like we're going to do a lot of the, the sequels. Is that what the opening volley of season two is going to be? <laughs> well, we got to do some revisits. Yeah. Like, I think it would be behooven of us not <laughs> not to give Predator 2 a proper, okay. Okay. proper review. We, get, we could have a special guest stop by. Mm. You know. I know. <laughs> um, I think it would also like our RoboCop episode was great, but I I really think that Aliens and uh, Predator Two should be done. Yeah, okay. Uh, I I think we should, but also thing too. All y'all niggas haven't watched House, and that offends me. And y'all haven't watched um, Return of the Killer Tomatoes, and those are two of my favorite movies. I saw Attack. I don't know if I want to see Revenge. Uh, Return. Sorry. Yeah. George Clooney's masterpiece. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so we have a lot of revisits. Was that before or after Roseanne? Uh, for, uh, pre. Pre Roseanne. Okay. Pre Roseanne. Yeah. It was is b- best thing George Clooney ever put to celluloid. Uh, we have we have a lot of reviews, but uh, to to redo, especially House. I can't believe you've never seen that, and I can't believe you've never seen that. It just it, it doesn't offend me. But what it tells me is your childhood, you had better parental care than we did. <laughs> no, I just had worse movies. Dude, those movies, a lot of people say, are like the worst I, of the I'm, I'm ready to watch, like, okay, fine. We're going to watch Critters 5 then, okay? Oh. Fuck that. We're yeah. watching the house first. Where was you, that one? Also, we haven't done the Blob remake. Yeah, okay. Oh, and we yeah, which is great. It and is. we also haven't done Body Snatcher 78, which is a great okay. remake. That one's fantastic. And I haven't watched that movie in like 30 years, so. Oh yeah, yeah. So we got a long list. Um yes, we do. So back to 40k. Well, the the cool thing about uh, about this podcast is now people, it's not like what it was. It has evolved into this where we just talk about movies we just try to stay on topic but this is what the we people want to hear that. <laughs> no, yeah, no but i know that we're pretty good we're I, pretty good i know that but that's for real that's the reason why the knife party is so celebrated is because people like this people like the hang of yeah. hanging out with your friends and drinking beers and wine and getting a little silly and eating pizza and talking about movies and just going off subject i if, mean we yeah because it still needs to be like a party yeah you know we can't oh yeah and then we he just can't left, be the knife said, murder yes, sir and da, da, da. like yeah no it's too that's boring as shit so but Thank you. We will get back to the movie. So now at this point of the film, um, Dr. Weir explains everything. Now they have to do like what they call a dry dock. So they have to put this like umbilical cord. I hate when you do that. <laughs> oh, dude. I don't have foreskin. I can't dock. 
Zombies got you covered. <laughs> he is Hawaiian. I'm not Hawaiian. Got that extra long turtleneck. <laughs> there's there's room to share. I'm kidding. I don't. It was, it was a joke. Was I'm just going to let it sit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna let it sit, just dude. Let it let it take hold for a while. I don't know. I don't know how to. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking back to the movie. So they they dock. It's like this umbilical cord that goes from the Event Horizon to Lewis and Clark, and of course uh, the team splits up because you have some people on the ship, some people not. Of course, Miller goes on, and the great line is, "This place is a tomb." You know, and uh, this is the bad CGI's. You see a couple of water bottles and like a wrench fly around. And yeah, it watch. And yeah, and it does. It does look bad, but this is like the worst of the effects of the movie, besides fire at the end, which does look bad. But some of it looks okay. good. As far as I get, what they're trying to do with the fire. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Have so, you ever seen fire in zero gravity? It's beautiful. Dude, you just wrecked my fucking line I had lined up. <laughs> Son of a bitch. You fucking stepped on the lead, man. I'm sorry. It's all Don't right. Have... I still love you. I have seen fire roll over. It's, so, it is it is beautiful. So they they enter the ship and Dr. Weir is telling him, like, like, what is this, Dr. Weir, this neck? And he goes, Oh, this is the lifeboat in case anything happens. We have these explosives, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, that's obviously a foreshadowing. Oh, yeah. And then uh, they finally get the captain's chair and they see that the captain is there's blood and gore all over. It looks it doesn't mm -hmm. even look it looks like Silent Hill where. Yeah. yeah. The, or or like I originally said, uh, dead, space. dead space. Yeah. Where the gore doesn't look natural. It looks like like meat growing out of the walls. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Like meat mold. It's very the meat thing place. kind of look. <laughs> And uh, among guy, if you will, <laughs> among guy, like um, among us, yeah, a meat fungi, you know, among guy. <laughs> I collect spores, molds, and last episode. But no, when they go first go on the bridge, we though, do last action hero. By the way, I'm, just, I'm obsessed with last action hero. Right now. It's terrible. It's terrible. The cartoon cat is fucking terrible. It is not. The little kids it fucking annoying. Oh, it it's a amazing. great fucking movie. Last action hero was dope, dude. Dude, hold I on. see another loss in real, your movie. Real, real quick, <laughs> dude, dude. I'm going off of how I remember it from when first I was seven off, and I hated it. So first off, I could be wrong. You saw it when you, you were a stupid kid. You were yeah. seven. You didn't even know about movies. <laughs> now that you know that, dude, Last Action Hero is probably, arguably, the third best Arnold movie. Okay, I'm going to go back and rewatch it. I'm it takes go back all, like... Action movie, like eighty action movie nostalgia, and, and puts 90s, it into one and, movie. Yes. Okay, I've been I, I've been known to be wrong from time to time. Oh, Ask my like wife; Batman. she'll tell you. Mm. Actually, actually, <laughs> too. Actually, uh, Antonius, did you know that this is the first time that Stallone and and uh, Schwarzenegger actually worked together on a project because they hated right? each other. But he was Stallone wasn't in the movie. He was. He was in the movie poster for the uh, Judgment for Terminator. Day Terminator. For Terminator, yeah, yeah, yeah. That but he was wasn't first, actually in the movie. No, but that was the, the first time they actually worked cutout. together because they hated each other. Right. Okay. Cardboard cutout. I've heard they used Terminator. to like mess with each other all the time. All the time. Like the only reason he did Cobra is because Arnold pranked him. Did a, and a said, commando? Like, yeah. yeah. Well, no. Arnold pranked him and said, "Yeah, I'm gonna go for it." 
And so he got his agent to tell Stallone's agent that Arnold's thinking about Dude, doing it. You know what's sad is I had a, a whole notebook on Cobra, and then my guest dropped out because he's a bitch. Uh, he's one of our Patreons, David Benson. I have the notes for that movie. I would love to do that movie. Cobra is great. All right, have that's you on the seen, list. It's on the list. I've seen it. Also, too, First Blood has got to be on the list. That movie. First Blood. Yeah, okay. All right, all right. Back to Event Horizon. So now. <laughs> yeah, they walked up on the bridge, and it, it, dude, nobody they, acknowledged all that gore that was just coming out of the wall. No, they the right. do. They, they do once they turn it. the lights on. Yeah, yeah. 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 But, but mainly they notice the cap. They're trying to find the captain's log, the black box, to see what happened. And they see dude, that. I love the, the frozen body. When they turn on the gravity, you see it fall yeah, and, and it falls and Yeah, it does yeah. a sub-zero death. Turning yeah. on the gravity. That was, was amazing. Cool. I love that, and I also love the um, the eyeless captain, and they go through the uh, the ship log. Mm -hmm. They go back, they take All it to- All on CDs. There was a, a like, triple roll rows of CD fucking bays. But maybe CDs came back. Uh, maybe. Yeah. I mean, you know, like how records came back now, and now everyone loves music on records. Maybe CDs. Maybe CD. they're like quantum CDs, and maybe they hold, they hold like way some, more yeah. information. Yeah, exactly. You or know, maybe know. they got tired of you know everyone taking shit off streaming, so everyone went back to <laughs> physical media, and everyone is all on. Maybe it's harder now. to hack. I don't know. Yeah. So, uh, but we get, uh, so then JD, the doctor starts watching it and, um, they're, they're like, we need to see what happened, you know, like the ship's log and everything else. So now this is where they're like, let's split up. Yeah. Let's Scooby-Doo this shit. Yeah. So everyone goes into different compartments and sees different things, right? We have mama bear. She comes up and she sees her kid and, mm -hmm. and the legs are fucked up and it's all evil. We see, um, but m the most important one is, oh, oh of course, uh, there's a power failure. So Miller and uh, uh, Wiener, or what's his name? Weir? Weir. I'm going to call him, him Wiener. Weir! They, they go out to like the main core, which looks fucking evil. The funny thing about all the technology in this movie is they made it look like Hellraiser as possible. Yeah. Like, kind of, yeah. Everything's got spikes on it. And everything is like glowing red and evil and, and shit. The geometric shapes. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Like, like it, it looks look. like you could tell the movie The Void go. We want to do this in a in a hospital. Yeah. yeah. Now there's anything wrong with that because The Void fucking the rules. The Void was fantastic. The yeah. Outstanding. And this movie fucking rules. Um. Anyway, so uh, uh, they're all going through that, but they all start seeing personal hallucinations. Uh. uh you know, hallucinations. Madness. Yeah. yeah, personal. I, I wanted to say hallucinations, but I want to go mad. They see stuff that happened for the past, but it starts becoming like interactive. Yeah, yeah. And so for the first one, it's like targeted advertising, but for like your deepest darkest yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the first one comes to Baby Bear, and Baby Bear is like the little kid on the ship. A little he, red not shirt. a little kid. He's he, you know he's like the red shirt, and. uh he says like he can't stop unseeing this stuff and he goes into the airlock and he locks himself in. And then right after he becomes sober again, he goes, what happened? What'd I just do? Get me out of the airlock. Get me please. out of the air. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then we see Miller is like, patch me through. Baby bear, what you want to do is you want to close your eyes, get into a ball. Don't think about it. And dude, this is the first scene ever in movie history that depicted decompression 
in space as a death scene. Mm. Is that really the first? It is. Oh. Because normally they would just go outside well, and die, die, and they'd just be like, oh, I'm dead. Yeah. Not oh, this. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This and The Abyss are the first movies ever to have an anoxia uh, fatality. Okay. Well, he didn't die, so. I mean, technically he didn't die from that scene, but it was super creepy, like, he just starts Dude, bleeding out, out of everywhere, his eyes, his eyes veins, like, yeah. yeah. And gross. then Miller grabs him, they awesome. bring him in. <laughs> they, now, we just did 2001 Space Odyssey, where this reminded me of that scene. Yeah. This was did. very in homage so, yeah. of 2001 Space Odyssey. Remember the scene where mm-hmm. you know he has to let him go and drop the... So, he gets in, and now one by one... Now, the, the funny thing about this is I was watching this with my wife. She goes, you know, we're already in like 30 minutes, and only one person has died. And I go... Don't worry. And then I realized at that point, this movie's a really good horror movie if it waited this long. Yeah. It's building It's a building it's suspense. suspense, yeah. Because after this, it becomes a fucking horror show. Yeah. So then, um, you know, they start turning on each other. You know, JD, uh, or sorry, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, puts a knife to... Uh, one Cooper. of the uh, Cooper, Cooper exactly, yeah. and then they start fighting, and then um, of course Doctor Weir becomes more and more obsessed with the with the boat than he does, or the ship rather than he does with the crew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. they keep saying maybe we should blow the blow it and just you know no salvage this and that. And uh, by the way, so the oh yeah, the core activated. And that's why Baby Bear went insane. And exactly. also, yeah, it caused a small explosion. But not only that, that damaged the. On, uh, t- on top of that, we have another C plot where the fucking ship, uh, the Lewis and Clark, their their normal yeah, ship, Rose there. Clark got it, it's yeah. now it's got pressure release where they're only going to have twenty hours of air. Yeah, they need right. to fix it, so they have to be stuck on the ship, and so they have to send members out to do that. So now we have a limited crew. Now, stuff keeps happening over and over again. People are having hallucinations. We get the same shot from um, from the, the jaw shot, you know, where you see, you know, the, the camera go up and, and the background go up. Mm-hmm. And yeah, this yeah. is where Dr. Weir goes in to try to fix something in the uh, core. Right. I, and he sees his girl without, without her eyes again, mm-hmm. Claire. And uh, she's like, let me show you. Now everyone's getting little personal... Like scares, yeah, yeah. Like for instance, Miller with the fire, and you were talking about that. There's a great scene where he's talking to JD, and he go and and uh, he talks about like he'll never lose a man again because he saw one of his guys on fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's talking about how beautiful the fire is in zero gravity. In zero gravity, yeah. The the lines like, have you ever seen fire in zero gravity? It's beautiful. And he's talking about how his. Uh, one of his crewmates, there was an accident. He was on fire, and he didn't have time to escape with him. So he ended up like sealing him off and making an escape. Right. And he was like, you know, I'll, I'll never lose another man again. And that's why he's trying to protect JD so mm-hmm. much. But, and that's yeah. the thing, too. And, like, he talks about how, like, you know, JD's like, oh, that's terrible. But Miller's like, yeah, like, I've never actually said that out loud. Yeah. Like this ship knows my secrets. Mm-hmm. And, and that's it, like from yeah. what you see, it seems to know the secrets of everyone on the crew. 
and everyone starts confessing. It's like, yeah, I knew like things about me that I've never told them. But there's right. there's one thing we didn't t- dance upon, but I, I'm going to bring up now, hmm. and that's uh, JD uh, when he or uh, DJ rather when he's looking through the ship's log, he finally has it figured out. Right, and he had to decode it. And you see a guy holding all, uh, like, it's all, like, blurry, but you see a guy holding something, and it's bloody, and he goes, And he goes, I don't know what it is. And then later well, he on. he had that sound bite before, but now yeah. it's the yeah. video. So later on, he gives it, and he goes, listen closely, Liberate me. And then later, and he goes. Which they thought meant save me. Save us. Yeah. And then it goes, Liberate me, tute me. Yeah, which is save yourself from me. Save yourself from hell. Oh, from hell, yeah. Yeah. So there is, in Latin, liberate means to leave, save. To liberate, or, yeah. Or, yeah. Me, right, means me. Tute means them, thus, or us. And then, liberate me, tute me, recreate. Yeah, right. So then you have the end part, which means now if you were to say Orkham, it would be the same. But he said something uh, along the lines of fire or flame. Infernum, I think. Infer- Infernum. In- yeah. Infernum and Orkham are almost the same word. The only difference is Orkham means to send and one means to stay. So I'm sorry, I studied Latin a little bit. Yeah. Uh, the only problem I have with this scene is they actually did. It's not the same tape. They actually added in as it went. And you're like, dude, I could tell you added in, but it doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. It, it's cool because they, they made it same. But so the funny thing is right before they went through this process of jumping uh, through space, they said, you know, like something in Latin of like, you know, to infinity and beyond. Yeah. 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 Or the equivalent of that. And then they're like, fuck. But, Wasn't it the I came, I saw, I conquered? Uh, it was something stupid. Yeah, something really cheesy. Some, some yeah, I mean, it was it was cheesy. Yeah, yeah. It was something like, I've like heard that. that Latin phrase before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 like vidi vidi vici. You know, something like that. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's that, something. Yeah, like, that one. Uh, where, but now he cleans up the log and you see people like eating each other in their genitals and holding out eyeballs now if you see the uncut version dude kind of fucked up it makes bit. it makes saw look rated g let's put it that way yeah um and uh the guy is just screaming holding eyeballs and and they're all screaming and stuff and i have a thing about eyes and eyeballs and teeth and yeah. th- that really got so yeah they they finally succumb now dr weir there uh uh i'm sorry uh captain miller goes i want off the ship we're gonna fix lewis and clark and we're gonna fucking scuttle this fucker yeah and then at that point fighting to save no no dr weir goes um he he goes we're not leaving and he goes and then miller goes i want to go home and he goes you are home I just into the void, yeah, yeah. and into the shadows. It reminded me of that like meme where Homer's like just slowly going back into the bushes. <laughs> so anymore, this is where Doctor Weir like 
steal, has his break. Yeah, he steals one of the destruction devices for the lifeboat, mm-hmm. and he puts it on. So when they finally get the Lewis and Clark ready to go, boom, a Claymore mine goes off, and it's destroyed. So now they're stuck there. And uh, and it sucks because it kills the pilot. Yeah. He's trying to get it and like toss it off the ship, and once he finds it, he opens it up and sees the timer, and it's like Three five. Seconds. Four, yeah. and he just closes his eyes. Is like, fuck. fuck. Yeah, he kind of leans into but, it a little bit. But, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't want to feel anything. But our <laughs> token black guy, not Miller, goes, Cooper. Oh, hell no. And, and, <laughs> and he actually and, says and, that. In totally <laughs> 90s black guy fashion, redirects his air hose to go back and yeah, save like the day. Yeah, like he survives because he's in the suit. He was I'm repairing not, the hole. Hey, man, and, I'm not and mad at it. He has the gravity I not, shoes. I am not and, mad like, at it. So the whole the piece he's on is like all just destroyed to hell, but he's totally fine, dude. I'm you not. <laughs> I am not mad at it. I think it's a great scene. So anyway, he's on his way back. So the cool Takes thing, him a minute though. The great thing about this movie wow. is you actually feel like these guys are fucked. There's no way they're making out. Right. It's it's not like Deep Blue Sea or. One of those, or or um, you think they're not Independence Day, where they're like, oh, everyone's going to be fine. This movie actually seems like hopeless. They're all going to die because it's just scene after scene is bad after bad. But um, and I'm I'm rushing through this. I'm looking through all my notes right now. What you're talking about is definitely what plays into like Lovecraftian or what I would say cosmic Mm, horror. Yeah, because cosmic horror is when you come up against something that is just. You know, an uncaring. Well, the great thing about this movie is they they take on the fears of every. They make every character have their own nightmares come to them. Right, and then when we see Doctor Weir finally see his. Well, that's what plays to the psychological. That's also what plays to the goddamn thing of fucking. um, uh, (laughs) What? Stop it. You stop it, you you son of a bitch, you yeah. piece of shit. Nope, you didn't show up <laughs> the, Ghostbusters. You don't get to show up here. This, <laughs> get out. This is what shows up when Dr. Weir's character, you actually meet his wife and you thought she was a passenger on the ship. They kind of allude to that. But it turns out, no, she killed herself in the bathtub. Yep. Because he was so busy with the ship. It was yeah. his project. And we get Dr. Weir's character trying to stop her doing it, and he can't. Yeah. And this is what Dead Space is about. You know Dead Space? As, as boobies. Dead Space, the uh, uh, spoiler, N-I-C-O-L-E-I-S-D-E-A-D. Nicole is dead. The same fucking ending is in Dead Space. Yeah. The exact same ending. Each chapter is N-I-C-O, right? Mm-hmm. Nicole is dead. They do the same thing in this, except for it's Claire is dead. They really do. Mm-hmm. So Claire, the reason why he's so obsessed with this is because he lost his wife. She committed suicide over this. So now he's- It's all a, he has. It's all he has. Not only that, but you know because it went through hell and everything else. So, uh, you know- they're like, we're getting off the ship. Fuck this ship. And he goes, <laughs> and, and he says, uh, we're going home. And he goes, you are home. Now we see Dr. Weir, and he's like a uh, Hellraiser version. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's all cut up. And that was great creepy. makeup effects. For he has sure. no eyeballs. Yeah. His face is cut into puzzle pieces, and he's got telekinetic powers, and he's like, the event horizon went through hell and oblivion to get here. And now she has a new crew. And I love it. 
I love this because it's like they, we're making a haunted ship and everyone's going to look for us and it's going to be more and more haunted. Like the idea <laughs> of this. No, for real though. Yeah, yeah. The idea of this being a bad guy ship of this is hell ship. We're going to collect souls and bring them back and then get new ones and bring them back. I like that idea. At least that's what I got from the plot. What'd you guys get? No, totally. I'm right on board with that. It was like, yeah, like mm -hmm. they finally got this like gateway to our dimension to collect more souls. That's what I was saying with the whole cosmic horror thing. Cosmic horror is where you come up against a force where it's an uncaring universe. It's a giant thing that you can't conquer. That's the what's scary is... I can't fight this. And there's no fighting what's happening here. You just got to lay back and accept it. Hey, zombies. Yes, sir. You are such a nerd. <laughs> yes. I you could have you just been like, that's dope, dude. <laughs> Your mother. Anyway. Now we get in our um, our big finale. And this is a really cool action finale. It's not just like one scene. It's like Miller... Uh, Lawrence Fishburne's character goes to the core and he's trying to blow it up and there's fire everywhere and shit and he then he sees his dead comrade becomes mm -hmm. fire but it turns yeah. out to be Dr. Weir and now Dr. Weir is he's back and he's in his like final evil form mm -hmm. oh it's know? super brutal and and they he got his eyes back though dude yeah but they're all creepy and evil <laughs> and they, they fight the shit out of each other and uh, meanwhile, like, you know, everyone else is getting off the ship and they're trying to power it up and they're trying to get in it. And it really is a sense of urgency. Mm -hmm. This is not a movie you can go to the bathroom to. Like, like meaning, oh, I'm going to take a piss. I'll be back. This is a, I got to pause and right, come back. Right. This movie is paced very well. So fast. Yeah. So finally, we get, we get our uh, final battle scene. And we get a great self-sacrifice uh, self uh, blowing up the ship. But mm -hmm. do we really know it's over? Because then we have the hypersleep wake up where... Yeah, yeah, yeah. She freaks and out and has like the full they start. All, they all go back to hypersleep. I think it's only, what, two guys? It's uh, the black it's dude Cooper, and Cooper. It's, it's Baby JD, Bear and, and, yeah. and Stark. Yeah. And, they, and then when they're woken up, we see a nightmare... And then we see the real wake up, or is it? And then it just goes straight to credits. Yep. Yeah, and like the door closing is like the doors from the Even Event Horizon. Horizon. Yeah, on it. The, yeah, the, yeah. The sphincter like close. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, dude, I love this movie. Uh, what did we give it? We, did we give it a score yet? I think we did. Or did we, we did. Did we? Did we? Oh yeah, yeah. We. I said eighty four. You said eighty five. You said seventy five. And I bumped it up. So yeah. Cool. So what do you? A seventy-eight. Yeah. Okay. So you're almost there. I'm almost there. Can but we? Can we? Um, can we just lay this out there? Can I, we just say it's a straight eighty-six? Uh, yeah, I'm with it. Yeah. Okay. Eighty-six. It is. Um, Mostly because get it's it the out best, of here. It's the best <laughs> Warhammer 40k movie. Uh oh yeah. Where is that coming from? We skipped over that. Yeah. Um, so I, I wanted you guys to get all your little tidbits out there so I can show you all whoa, the whoa, nerd whoa. Is who died out. and made you Darth Vader. <laughs> you, you said I'm I'm the fucking nerd here, so I'm the one that's gonna talk about forty K. Fair enough. Yeah. Sip your wine, get your throat ready, and let me let me do my thing here. <laughs> so Warhammer forty K. Basically it's humanity in the forty first millennium. 
the Emperor of Mankind Does created he use this, D20s? Uh, I don't know. I don't play it. I'm not that nerdy. <laughs> D- D&D is where I cut it off. Basically, the Emperor of Mankind... What version? The God, <laughs> yeah. The, the God Emperor of Mankind has decided to use his psychic powers to create a way for humanity to conquer the stars. He creates the webway. He fucks it up. Tears a hole in uh, the fabric of reality okay. when you're trying to do faster than light travel called um, Chaos or The Warp. And in chaos lives the chaos gods, Corn, the god of blood and you know murder and war. Uh, Teench, I don't know what Teench is. Slanesh, who I think is the chaos god that takes over here, who's the god of like sexy times and murder and Ooh, enjoying all that stuff. Okay. And then there's uh, Nurgle, who's the god of rot and decay and all that. And yeah, Nurgle. So, yeah, so, I'm evil. <laughs> yeah, they're they're pretty evil. So all these awful things in the warp are affected by the human mind and yeah. emotions. To the point where, like, when they travel in Warhammer, they need, like, psychics that they essentially sacrifice to put a psychic protective shield around the ship as it goes through the warp. Oh, weird. The theory with this movie is that this is, like, before the Emperor of Mankind has revealed himself, and this is, like, a first incursion into the warp and with chaos leaking through and, you know, consuming the crew. Because a lot of this is, you know, heresy, as they call it in Yeah, yeah. Where it affects the crew... And causes them to become that. Because if you looked at, you know, any humans me, that are affected me, by the chaos gods, okay. they look and act like the people who are possessed here, like Dr. Weir. Okay. Let me ask you something real quick, though. Yeah. So we've done a lot of, uh, because of you, your influence of um, Lovecraftian horror. Yes. Um, More of that coming, by the way. Where would you put this? <laughs> I mean... By the way, what is your feelings on Reanimator? Oh, okay. You I know that's seen a, it in so long. I had to rewatch it. You know that's a Lovecraftian. I know brit- it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, where I remember you, very little about it. I have to rewatch. Where it. would you put this? Because I say the Void is number one for me. Oh yeah. Ooh, number one for me is a fight between the Void and the Lighthouse. Probably the Void okay. number one because it is. Multiple. How did you feel about the video game Bloodborne? Because you know that's based oh, I love off Bloodborne. Bloodborne was so I cool. knew you would. Yeah, I, I still hate it because I don't like the FromSoft games. They're too fucking hard. But this one, yeah, you yeah, know, the Bandai, really Bandai games. But it was like that style. It was it was, it was a like the game. Dark Souls style. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. a Soulsborne game. Only called Soulsborne yeah. because Bloodborne. But still, I I usually don't like FromSoft, but that one was really good. I, I loved everything about the style and the art and all that. So you, uh, where would you put this? Like, because. Uh, in this this movie, I put above everything. I'd say the void is number two, and uh, would you, Antonius, where would you put Slither? Because I think Slither is a number. Slither, criminally underrated. The one with the little things, little and, blood worms. From yeah, like 2004. yeah, yeah. The, uh, the the slugs that. Yeah, I mean, wow, I haven't thought about that one in a while. That's a dope movie. I mean, I would put Void and this above that though. Uh yeah, I would. I I would say this is this is actually my favorite out of all the Lovecraftian that you've shown me. And uh Jeff Ugly Shoes is also really big in Lovecraftian movies. Um I I love like I said, man, if you haven't seen Event Horizon, you're doing yourself a disservice. Mm-hmm. It's Agreed. it is such a good movie. It's got so much religious um fervor. And very Catholic, ve- yeah. very Catholic, but but the effects 
the the actors the 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 oh, it's it's such a great movie man it's mm-hmm. it's not one of those movies you could just go oh yeah it was like dumb space movie oh you, even the latin and stuff plays into warhammer 40k because a lot of the stuff <laughs> that they have there has like it, it's all in latin you know okay. it's you know the imperium of man has uh different legions based on like they give them all Latin names and shit. Okay. Yeah. So all of it still really ties in. It feels like they. So tried this to make, is this is yeah. kind of like a prequel to Warhammer. Unofficially, it's unofficially. an unofficial prequel to Warhammer. Because which it's taking, came first? Warhammer did. Warhammer came yeah. first. Warhammer came first. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because Warhammer's been around since like the '80s, I think. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. That is that is a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I'd not realized the nerdum ran I, uh, that long. Oh yeah, no. I'm gonna we're gonna get so much shit for my little sixty no, second explanation of I like don't. the history yeah. of Warhammer. <laughs> don't like, get over well, it. Well you didn't read the Horus Heresy and like talk about all these books. And every shit, yeah. every person knows that listens to this that we're all D and D fans. And yeah. then after Vampire Masquerade and then after that Magic the Gathering and after that probably, you know, video games. But it's it's all good. <laughs> God, speaking of Magic the Gathering, just because this is breaking news, did you see who bought the One Ring from the Magic the yeah, Gathering? Yeah, Post, Alo- Post, Post Malone. Malone. I had yeah. no idea. Apparently, dude's like actual nerd plays Magic and everything. You no, know, yeah. no, no, no. You know who's buying it off him though is the fucking in, uh, the guy in WWE. Um, uh, God damn! Oh, I thought it was just like a regular dude. No, uh, I thought Post Malone was keeping it. No, no. There's a guy. Uh, uh, God, why can't I remember his name? A He's he's one of those internet dudes that does everything, and now he's signed WWE. And he Don't wears say his, Logan Paul. Yes, Logan Paul. He's, oh, I he's buying it. it, and he's gonna put it in like a golden like belt thing. And he, and oh he, yeah. wow, okay, Logan Paul. Dude, by the way, Wait, that like guy can, Post Malone bought that, it off like that, just a random Logan dude, right? Paul can fucking wrestle, dude. That guy is like no bullshit, an actual good wrestler. It's Logan Paul. Oh, <laughs> thank, you, thank you. Thank you for reminding me who's going to call fucking Jonathan tonight and uh, Jonathan Fallen and, and leave a message for him because we, we need to do that. Oh. Should it be the Chaz? Should, I think it should be the Chaz. Yeah. Think it should yeah. Be Chaz. Right. Up. Chaz it up. Yeah. All right. So uh, maybe I, next time he's I, visited I, I, by I, Vladimir Putin. I think we, we did it. I think we should. What do you think? We should get the fuck out of here? Hell yeah. Yep. All right. From all of us here, remember to follow us on patreon.com slash nightpartypod, nightpartypod at yahoo.com, and everything else. I think I have to return some videotapes. Remember to rewind them. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Remix. (laughs) I think he needs some more weed. Pack my bags. Last night, pre-flight. Zero hour. 9 a.m. And I'm gonna be high.
as a kite by then. the earth so much. I miss my wife. It's lonely out in space. On such a Touchdown brings me back again to find I'm not the man they think I am back home. Oh, no, no, no. I'm a rocket man. Rocket man. Burning out his fuse out here alone. I think it's going to be long. 